Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. Like, release weeks are just weird. They're just emotional anyway. Even yeah. when they're good. Like, this one was a weird one because I felt like it was... It was really good in some ways. Like we made some like the top of the charts for some of the free books categories, but we like made way less money than in either of the other release days, if that makes sense. And oh, yeah. I really expected like to make slightly more each release, but that's yeah. not always apparently happening. <laughs> and I've heard from other people too, like it's just it's just bad right now. So <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> just more yeah. books, maybe more books, you know. <laughs> opportunity but but that's the one good thing at least about having this series is at least it feeds into like one yeah. feeds into two which feeds into three which feeds into four that's my hope kind of that people will just like keep reading, but, yeah. Hopefully. yeah hopefully i don't know yeah. anyway sorry <laughs> that's my but so. i see you <laughs> I, I see you and what you're going through and it's all valid like and feeling a bunch of different ways about it is valid. yeah yeah I mean I think the people who did read had really great things to say about these ones and so like yeah. there there was like encouraging things but also like discouraging things and it was just like a mix of emotions yeah. oh okay anyway <laughs> well how are you <laughs> it's been a weird week of just anxiety uh, and all those things that I'm like do all the things which yeah. has been like coming out of my dreams and <laughs> having weird and just unsettled and You're writing them down like, <laughs> like so water for books what right I'm, <laughs> what i'm writing she is actually like before i started having my bad dreams she's having bad dreams so i'm like oh okay we're just taking this creepy part and adding it to the to the fodder um so yes i am writing them down and it's funny erin had one too and i'm like i'm stealing that <laughs> like <we're> just... <laughs> but i in the last two and a half weeks i've written twenty six thousand words which never happened wow to like way to ever. go laura <laughs> that's amazing it's one of those things that it's just like it's coming out and I'm like, we're just, we're just yeah, writing it all it. down like, and getting it, yeah. getting it all. Yeah. It's been really fun though. It's That's been, awesome. I'm so yeah. excited for you. I know it's like been a while and it was really hard when you were in treatment to like, right. And so you just like stored it up, Laura. And it's just all I coming did. out, right? Like, I feel like it's just the flowing dam is out broken. like, okay, great. So we're just like, I have, 14,000 in my other project too, like from July. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're doing things. We're getting things going and together. And it's been, it's been a lot of just fun. This one. It's my adult one that I'm writing right now. Yes. Yeah. And that's been fun too, to kind of just, just kind of be like, yeah, you can write that. Like, yes. Mm -hmm invitation you can write that <laughs> like, yeah yeah and I'm going back to ones that I've loved and that have done things really well certain ones that I'm like why did that stick with me and mm. so I'm kind of going back and like 
looking at them a little bit, it's going to be very Bridgerton wants convention fun and nerdiness, but also with, yeah. with some really great and kind of passionate things too, like mixed. Like I love fashion. that. I'm super excited. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. I'm really excited too. Like just even just, as you said, like after going from, you know, really like nine months yeah. of not really, I had ideas, but none of them were really ready to write. And I really yeah. like with the prednisone, my head was nowhere in that space. And yeah. to all of a sudden like have things. And I, I do think you're right. I think, I think I had been chugging away at them like underneath yeah. the surface. And now it's like, <laughs> everything's coming out. Um, <laughs> Which I am just enjoying the process of right now. <laughs> How I, I know last we talked that the Christmas and New Year's ones were on the brain. How yes. Is that going? Or? They're, yeah, they're coming. I was feeling super stressed about them last time we talked, but Christmas and mates are done. And I, Brian has proofread them, so I just have to like add his last minute edits and then they're totally done. And then I wrote things, awesome. I wrote New Year's this week. <laughs> okay. So maybe like the end of last week, I started writing New Year's and I got to like 17,000 words. And I was like, this is not, it's supposed to be like a short story. Like these ones are just like, so it's really short. This is not short. So then I like tried to cut it and it just wasn't working. So I sent the whole thing to Erica and she was like, yeah, this is not <laughs> one of your like short ones. You need to make this a whole book. So I got an extra book out of <laughs> it. But I didn't get it. This is the one that I need to write yes. because yes. it's coming up and has a publication date. <laughs> so I'm not really any closer, but I but something. The good news is we get two, and that's awesome yeah. <laughs> at some point. Well, I'll need to like expand it and make it not New yeah. Year's and, you know, so. But I got like a little a bunny trail essentially. <laughs> I think my brain is a little bit tired of the Halloween, the holiday ones. Like they're, I'm kind of like, it's interesting. I feel like I'm a little bit sick of writing sex scenes. I still really enjoy them, but they're also like, after a while, I'm kind of like finding it harder yes. and harder to make them unique. And when something's yes. not unique, I get bored with it myself. Like that ADHD yes. kicks in and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is the same Absolutely. thing I did before. <laughs> need something new. Yeah. But that, it's good to remind ourselves that that it's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah. there's space for all of that. Like, there's space yeah. for. I'm trying to remind myself of that too. That they all have value and that they all have absolutely their uses and yeah. their place. Yeah. Well, and I think I um, I think the hard thing is is that I like have given myself these restrictions now, and I want to like I'm thinking a lot about like what is the promise I've made to the reader with this yeah. and so then like having to balance both my own what I want to write in that yeah. moment or that inspiration and then also this like okay I've set a publication date and the reader expects a certain thing from this type of book um and how do I like fulfill both of those or like yeah I don't know I'm still figuring that out <laughs> yeah, I think I won't set like for sure I will not give myself such a stringent release schedule next year like I just not doing the once a month thing again <laughs> good to listen to yourself and, yeah. and even like even having that 
so when people find you, they have stuff to yeah. read. There's but a lot of benefit in doing it this to... way right at the beginning and kind of getting some right, and then kind on. of easing off as as you feel things and yeah, and I think that's a wise way of approaching it, and, and even seeing what the rhythm is that you can do yeah. during a certain time. Well, and I think even you know I write fast, but I edit slow, and so that's been really the hard thing is like having to edit things within a month has been really hard and then having to like I think a series I'm realizing is hard for me too like because like you have to I don't know like I want to switch projects but I need to finish this series because I committed to a series you know like so I think I think that's something else that I'm learning is not ideal for my brain like I just can't stay with one thing for so long so I think that in the future, like three books is probably the, the max for me on the series. I think that's valid too. Like, I think recognizing that the more you do a series, the more you have to get out of it. Like, yeah. and you have to squeeze harder. Like, yeah. because there's only so many different directions you can go in. And, yeah. and it is like, yeah, that, I, I think that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Well, I just get tired of it. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to write it in something on a spaceship anymore. <laughs> I want to go do something else. Which I get bored really easily, Laura. Kind of... I'm really realizing that more as I get older. Like, I have like a two week expa- like attention span. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of one of the things I've been thinking about too. Like att- attention span and like paying attention to the things that capture my attention and for how yeah. long. And yeah trying to find the things that can keep my attention for longer than that Mm, or I was going back to some of our old conversations like um one of our first interviews and she was talking about the number of books that she was doing within her world and how it kept kind of growing and growing and I it was like retellings I think her first was a Snow White book and as I was sitting there during that conversation I was like wow that's a lot of time to give to one one world yeah 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 one overarching kind of collection of things yeah and I feel the same way too that I I do need to be refreshed and I do need new things that are interesting and new in different ways and yeah I think that's actually a really good thing because I think it's better that us as authors tire of our stuff before our audience readers. tires of it. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> have seen those like shows or those series that just like you're just like okay this has gone on too long like you have yes. you know and and you should have ended two seasons ago or whatever. Um, yes. I think there's benefit in realizing that and being able to recognize that for sure. Yeah. I, since I've been doing like once is a reference it is not the only reference but once upon a time the tv show is a definite reference it went too long and it didn't it didn't mine what it already had like it kept it was almost spastically expanding out (laughs) and yet there's certain storylines that just were lost like there's this beautiful little storyline in season one that i wonder if i'm like the only one who's still like where is the dreamy and Nova like story arc that that we deserve? Yeah. And it's just funny how 
you look at stories like that and you can be like, oh, I see what they were trying to do. Yeah. But they missed, they kind of destroyed in some ways what they had, even with yeah. like spinoffs and things like that. They didn't stick to the core that made yeah. it so special to begin with. Yeah. That's a good and point. It's just interesting to kind of start exploring uh, things that partly worked or things that worked and then didn't. Yeah. Um, I think there's so many like series that do that too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, move on. Well, and I think like, I mean, we've talked about exploring and um, experimenting before. And I think that's what I'm really like, I'm finding there's so much benefit in trying new things so that you can figure yeah. out like what works for you. Because I think I never thought like, I, I thought I would only like writing long form stories and like fully developed yeah. stories and not like, I, I don't like reading short stories, so I didn't really think I would like writing short yeah. stories. And a novella felt like, oh, it's kind of just like a short story, right? Like, maybe a long short story. But I'm really realizing yeah. that novellas are kind of perfect for my brain because I can write them I can write them in a week or two weeks or whatever and be done with the whole thing before I burn out on the story, yes. <laughs> which I wouldn't have ever known if I hadn't tried it. And, and I think I also, like, there's just, there's so much experimentation that I think we sometimes don't recognize that we can do like we kind of get stuck in our like well I love fantasy so I'm going to write fantasy and well I love long-form yeah. stories so I'm going to write long-form stories and we don't explore outside of that and I I think there's so much benefit to that I heard an interview with um Kristen Kristen Dreyer I don't know how to say her last name do you know who I'm talking about Is it Dreyer? yeah yeah and she was yeah she was talking about how she wrote like four or five like a bunch of fantasy novels and like really wanted to write fantasy novels her her like writing partners were writing fantasy novels she queried a bunch no yeah. one was picking them up they just weren't working and then she had this little idea for this like YA contemporary and her writing friends were like no this is what you need to write because this is better like this is way better than your fantasies yeah. this plays to your strengths it's like and I I always yeah. come back to that and think about that like what it looks like to play to your strengths and to your weaknesses like my my weakness is my attention yeah. span. <laughs> yeah. One of my strengths is being able to write fast. And like, you know, like these, like, how can I pair these things and how can I um, yeah. find where my limits are, I guess. And I think you don't always know where your limits are until you try things. So I tried a once a month publication schedule. And I, know that <laughs> I can't do that. It's just not possible. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, I love that because it is about that trying, like just seeing what, works not being afraid of it and yeah. and not being afraid of the attempt or the potential for it to not work out at all like yeah, yeah. I, I think we get so like we want things to be like this will be a success we want mm -hmm. the guaranteed thing yeah and I'm, I'm really working with like doing the thing that makes you excited but that you don't know if it's gonna even play like you yeah. don't know if it's even gonna read or if it's even something that will have a life beyond what it is you're doing with it yes and I love the just letting it kind of happen and see trying the contemporary trying the novella and I, I love novellas because I think they have the ability to be really potent and mm. still a story Mm -hmm. still with movement um short stories to me 
often they they tend to resolve too quickly or yeah. not be enough. Yeah. And I love novellas because they they form a little bit of a story, but they don't like shove a bunch of stuff that you don't need. Yeah. They're like aired down and, and sparse, but but flavorful. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I'm realizing too. They are a nice combination of what you get in a long form novel and what you get in a short story. And I think they work really well to my skills too, because yeah. you know, I I am not great at like fully fleshed out scenes and lots of description and things like that. And with this, I can give just a little bit enough that a reader, um, and they're not expecting more than that, like in a novella. And so yes. I think there's some benefits to that for me too. And I, I love that it's, it's looking at the, what do I even want? Like what, what do I enjoy as part exactly. of the process? What is a, what is a burden? Because yeah. if it feels like a burden to us, like I'm reminding myself that when something is starting to feel like a burden, I'm looking at it again and saying, do I really need to do this? Do I need to do it now? Do I need to actually do what I'm thinking I need to do? Could I do something else instead? Like yeah. would another scene play better? I, and just reminding ourselves that that's, that's a like a warning like thing yeah. that's like, hey, <laughs> when we feel that maybe it's trying to tell us something else is yes. for us yeah or change directions I, I think that's so important too like like I think that yeah that warning sign when it gets burdensome if we can like backtrack and kind of figure out you know or switch projects or whatever it can be so helpful but I think it's so important to enjoy it because there isn't like you said there's no guarantees and really like I feel like especially right now, I mean always but like publishing is like yeah. You're you are the needle in their haystack, like trying to get yeah. people to find you, and it's absolutely. it's impossibly hard. There are absolutely no guarantees, and it doesn't matter. You know, like I've got friends who've been doing this for years and have 10, 11, 12 yes. books out, and are still just like struggling through. You know, like it it really yeah. is just kind of a crapshoot in the luck of the draw, and like whether or not your book gets in the right person's hands. Yeah. Um, and because there are no guarantees, like if you want to do this work, you have to love it, and if it's not yes. fun, like don't don't do it for the money, go find something else. Don't yes. do it for the fame, go find something else. Like, there's no, like those are not good reasons. <laughs> and if you're not enjoying it, then then find a different way to do it. I mean, I think the love of something, like we forget how yeah. far that goes with ourselves. Yeah. And it's often not a question we ask ourselves. Like, like yeah. I think I've gone in very long stretches of times without even asking myself what brings joy and what I love yeah. there's so many have to's and shoulds that I place on myself and I do think that it's something that if it was money or getting on a bestsellers list I wouldn't still be here and I wouldn't still be like recklessly in love with this thing yeah. of writing like I and that would have burned out <laughs> a long time ago <laughs> And I think whatever that pull is, whether it's like being at the page and our loving doing that, reading through what it is we've created, whether it's like having the thing in our hands that we've done sure. and like having that feeling of, of joy and pride in something that came out of us. I think all of those things that are more internal and yeah. more from that place of love and passion I do think that that's more nourishing as well. Like those are the things yeah. that nourish us through when when we're 
you know, when we're starving in other ways. And I, I do think that there's an awful lot of that <laughs> in writing in general. Yeah. Well, and I think it just gets hard to, to, like, you lose track of that. Like, I haven't even been publishing that long and already I get this, like, anxiety of like, oh, well, I need to meet this expectation for the reader or yeah. why am I not making money <laughs> or like, you know, and it's yeah, easy absolutely. to like forget. And you, I think you need people around you to remind you like why you're doing this and what it is you love about it. And um, absolutely. Yeah. I, I just think it's, it's hard even when you, even when you do get into it for the love of it, like it's just easy to get kind of caught up in that mess. <laughs> I, I think it's that active having to like, remind yourself because yeah. I've been sitting with this as well like the you know we think we know things we yeah. think we know things and that we always act out of the place of knowing and we don't like literally mm -hmm. we forget things like they go into our head and they are out the next minute and just that reminder of we do have to reframe we do have to actively tell ourselves things we do yeah the words that are important sometimes it's good to have that sticky note up on your wall or like a yeah. quote up somewhere that kind of helps you get back into that frame of mind <laughs> yeah it's so easy to slip out it's so easy to go someplace else well I think we have to constantly reevaluate too I mean that's like figuring out is this working or not and I I love that question you were talking about is like what's bringing me joy and I, I think sometimes even asking that on a micro level, like, when was I happy today? <laughs> like, when did I yes. feel joy today? Um, and yes. what stressed me out today? And then trying to do more of those things that that bring you joy and, and kind of reevaluating like, okay, is publishing this often working? Or is writing these long books working? Or is writing this genre working? And um, what would be more fun for me? Or what might work better? They're hard questions to ask, I think, sometimes, or they're easy questions to kind of forget about and get into your like, daily life of just kind of going through the motions but I think they're really important so. I do too and I, I think they are they are game and reference changing and they at least from my mind especially having shifted some things in this last year asking myself those questions have been what have gotten me yeah to certain places like to being able to write something that feels differently mine than yeah. anything I've ever created before. And, and not that it means that it's like world changing, but to me it is like, yeah. to me and my life. And well, and look at the I've, result of that. Like yeah. asking yourself those questions, it's coming so much easier now. And you're, you know, like the words are flowing and like, it just changes that outcome too, I think. It, it absolutely does. And I, I don't know if you feel this from a like podcasting perspective as well, but I feel like some of the conversations we've had over the last year have been different. And not, yeah. not I'm not saying that the ones before it weren't yeah. good or interesting or didn't have great things to say, but I've been showing up and been like, oh, I'm really excited by this. Like, the Van Gogh one was like, I felt like ridiculously happy to be having that conversation. Well, and, and sad. You made me cry, Laura. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Emotionally invested as yeah. well, like yeah. in, in that way. And uh, to be fair, when I like prepped for that, I made myself cry like 
hundred five to six times just um. watching things. <laughs> I, and and that's the beauty of something you care about, you love, you connect mm. with deeply, is mm. it has the ability to kind of crack you open that way. Yeah. And maybe access things that other things can't um, or haven't been able to. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm sitting with that a lot too right now. Yeah. <laughs> like of how to kind of access that squishy side that we often like protect. Yeah. Following that joy. Okay. I know we weren't planning on using this as a podcast <laughs> episode, but <laughs> I think we should. So I think you enjoyed do- this conversation. <laughs> leave us a review come find us on instagram so we can connect personally and um keep reading and writing and and following that inspiration and that joy and putting your work out into the world even if it's scary and no one pays any attention to it (laughs) 